0: Coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air. Coming up. Stone on air. Alright, hey everybody. Glad you found the show. Recorded live and tape in my garage. My name is Brian Stone. This is a Stone On Air podcast. Been down at the market for the last month, and I'm very happy to not be there today or for this week at all. Not that you shouldn't be there because it's a fun weekend. I'll tell you more about that, but it's a little bit easier here. A lot coming up on the show. Thanks for being here. My name is Brian Stone. Life. Generation, yeah. In totality, I haven't found a good one yet, as a matter of fact. So recorded live and tape today in my garage over in Eastridge, Tennessee, a community that I am proud to be a part of. Certain areas of the community, I'm not nearly as proud of as a whole, but I enjoy living here. Cost of living is low. Quality of life can be high if you allow it to be, which I feel like I do. And uh, thank you for being here. Any of the podcasting apps out there under the sun on your smartphone will find this show SoundCloud.com, and always on Stone on Air dot com. A lot of new twists and turns to kind of where I'm trying to go with my whole post-radio life. Hashtag post-radio life. That's going to be something you'll see on Instagram and Twitter, probably, potentially um, a lot. It's been an interesting week. It's been a fun week. Um, this So it started off, this is uh, Friday morning on the 14th of uh, of October. Of course, that doesn't really matter. You can listen to the show whenever you want. but So the week started off at the Chattanooga Market for my fourth week down at uh, live recording, live live to tape at the Chattanooga Market, and I I've been kind of uh, collaborating a little bit with a, a a a a tech upstart called NG that we're going to do a little bit more work going forward. I I think I hope I plan. I, I it seems that's going to happen. Uh, we both have different concepts and ideas, but I think in the end, the cross-promotion might work, so NG, which I'll tell you more about when I get Justin Paul on to talk more about it, is sent a camera crew down to film and book the show at the market last week. It was Sparkle Motion, a band I never heard of out in Knoxville, and I thought, this is a little strange, but I'm cool with it, whatever, it's easier on me. I mean, the half the battle, half the task is dragging all this stuff down to the First Tennessee Pavilion. So we get down there, and it turns out it's Roger Allen Wade's grandson's band. They're very good. Roger's there, a lot of their family. I mean, he he, he has family members. Not, I mean, you know, of course, we all know Johnny Knoxville, but that's a that's a very talented and uh, a very uh, the, the gene pool is very rich in talent in that family tree, and it was a just a pleasure. To hang out with Roger and his, I guess would be his daughter or daughter-in-law. I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't ask a bunch of questions. But the, again, a big, the big-ass happy family. It wasn't all of them, but it was a handful, and it was fun. And NG recorded a couple of the segments, and I've seen the preliminary, uh, the rough drafts, I guess, if you will, the cuts from that recording. And with the audio, I sent them. It's already done. So hopefully, I'll get that out there on social media. Here in just a little bit. But Oktoberfest is the Chattanooga Market this weekend. I haven't had uh, uh, Track 29 and Revelroom tickets the last couple weeks because that's my fault. I've fallen asleep on that one. I will for the last couple weeks. That starts next week and the week after that. And then it will probably be it for the Chattanooga Market. For me, anyway. They go all the way uh, darn near to Christmas. But Oktoberfest this weekend, it's a killer time. And logistically for me... I didn't want to mess with it. And you know what? Be totally honest, I just need a weekend off. I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to watch the Titans and the Browns. And I don't care who wins. And I don't care what happens. I got some friends I want to see. It's going to be fun. So I'm off to Nashville. You guys enjoy Chattanooga for the weekend. It's going to be a nice fall weekend. Of course, Tennessee, Alabama. The third Saturday in October. Of course, you already know all about that. I finished a TV show. A, a little mini-series. Just the other night. From earlier in the spring. And the main character, or at least the reason for putting this mini series together, I do believe is who to blame for our deranged and mentally ill society that we have been certainly having to deal with here recently. But in the past 20 years, where things have just kind of spiraled into a new dimension. I don't think it's all terrible. I don't think it's all bad. I don't think it's nearly even close to good either. But there's a person, one particular person, that I'm going to blame for all the problems in this country. And I'll do that here in about 10 minutes. Uh, In about 20 minutes or so, in the third and final segment, we only have three segments today, um, I am going to give you a. I'm going to read from Salon.com a piece from a girl named Elizabeth King. I've been reading her uh, opinion work, her opinion pieces on various, um, various web weblogs, magazines, uh, websites, and her own website, which I'll give you here in just a few. I'm going to read a, a condensed portion of her piece, and it's about not voting. And that's what this episode is called. Episode 16 is called, I'm not voting. And that's me talking right there, Brian Stone. This go around, you know, if you have listened to me regularly, you know that that's not new. I'm not telling you anything you haven't ever heard before. I don't always vote and I don't apologize for it. But this episode is called, I'm not voting, episode 16 of the Stone On Air podcast. I'll jump around, give you a couple things uh, before I tell you about the guy who I think ruined all of society. I'll talk about a few things going on here locally in the news in the last couple of days, and then I'll read that piece towards the end. One thing I do want to say really quick as I wrap up the open here and get to Stone's Throw is the slogan of Stone On Air is, like, share, and always love. You hear me say that occasionally. I don't say it all the time. I maybe haven't branded it well enough. I don't know. Clearly, like, Things on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Share any of those. And then, you know, just love. Just love people anyway. Just be cool. Just don't, don't be a jerk. Don't be a dick. Um, but what's really the most important thing in the podcasting uh, universe I'm figuring out is... Comments are great. Likes are cool. But it really comes down to reviews and subscriptions. So if you're on these podcast um, uh, apps from your smartphone... And you just pull it up because it is the best way to do it. I mean, it's so slick. It's such a cool technology. It's so much fun to learn more and more about this. Uh, It actually makes me miss the radio world less and less the more I look into all this. But subscriptions and reviews, like four stars, three stars. Hey, that was cool. Hey, I love that guy. Hey, I think he sucks. Even if it's a bad review, the more activity, the more legs, the more traction. So I guess what I'm doing is is asking you is a it's it's a solicitation to please if you are listening on those apps and those kinds of things just bang out something real quick man stone rocks or man stones an idiot or whatever whatever that's cool and if you're just streaming on SoundCloud or you're at the website stoneonair.com and you don't even know what I'm talking about that's fine too i am honored to have you as a listener the last time you'll hear me in depth talk about don trump before the election on social media, or on a podcast, or anywhere else. It's coming up right now on the opening segment of the show, which is Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, What? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep. Beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? And I'll be making up most of this as I go. I didn't make a lot of notes for this. Again, I'm in my garage this this week. It makes it easier. And um, I'm just, again, uh, sometimes I, I put out a big show sheet and a plan and a, an entire roadmap, and sometimes I don't. Today I didn't as much. But I have um, I've decided to stop. To stop with the mess that is waiting and wallowing in the cesspool that is this election season. Uh, I like Facebook enough just to keep it in my life. I mean, I don't think it's like this really horrible, terrible, disgusting, worthless thing ever. Close. But not ever. And it's not great, cool, wonderful either. It's just this thing that's out there. It's part of American culture. And most of generalized American culture sucks. Um, and so I don't get on there and do much of anything so that's not gonna change anything. I use Facebook for what I use it, but the more for why I use it, but the more I get on it, the more I see how relentless this is getting from both sides, and so much of it is not real, and so much of it is made up and just contrived and it's 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 uh it's propaganda. It's, it's just, it's, it's driving me insane. It's driving us all insane. So I'm at this segment, I'm done. I'm done talking about this man at length. He doesn't deserve the conversation. I'm done tweeting thoughts because that's where I get my mind off. That's where I start to let my, you know, my real thoughts be heard Is Twitter. I'm done there too. I don't do any of that on Instagram and I barely use Snapchat. So I, I'm not I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm tired. I'm done. Don Trump's not going to be the president. It doesn't appear. That's why I'm deciding to step away from this mess. What has happened is we have this has turned into a big old TV show. I've been saying that for a long time. But what What we're going to have going forward is Hillary Clinton is going to be elected the president of the United States. And am I excited about that? Not even a little bit. Am I ecstatic over the moon? Excited that somebody other than the maniacal demagogue, the madman that is Don Trump, is going to be president instead of him? Yes. Insert Anybody, insert any person on the planet just outside of, you know, Assad and Putin himself. Any realistic idea? Yes, of course. Yes, I am. But I, I, this has gotten to be just gross. It's disgusting. The United States of America should be ashamed of themselves. I'm not really all that mad anymore about anything because I. I Hillary Clinton is going to win the presidency. Luckily, I hope you know. Knock on microphone. But what's not going to happen is is the uh, the rhetoric and the narrative isn't going to stop. It that's going to continue. That's going to continue for a very long time, and I don't care about that. See, this isn't about Democrats and Republicans anymore. This is this race has nothing to do with what party you're affiliated with. This is about madmen and crazy people and and off the rails, a derailed uh, uh, political system. This, in the end, might work good going, you know, decades into the future of changing the way that this country selects their their elected leaders. But this is a mess. I don't hate Republicans. I've never I got I've got some especially living here in the deep south. Good Lord, guys lived down here for 25 years. Virtually my entire life. 26, 27 years. I don't hate Republicans. I've talked to Republicans that hate Democrats. It's both ways. I hear you. I got some of my best friends who have re- voted Republican their whole lives. They're smart, intelligent, real people. I don't hate them. It's not what this is about. But if you proudly support and vote for Don Trump, I don't like you. That's where we've gotten. Ideological civil war. That's where we're at. If you proudly support and vote for Don Trump, I don't like you. We don't live in the same stratosphere. We do not coexist in the same stadium. We're virtually not from the same planet. If you proudly support and vote for Donald Trump, I don't like you. Now, if you're part of the establishment, which again, which is funny because Donald Trump's now all pissed off because uh, uh, Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, third most powerful man in the country, won't won't help endorse him any further into the into the candidacy and 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 going or in the campaign he won't he won't continue he said i'm i'm backing off i'm gonna i'm gonna focus on on regional and other things now don trump's all pissed off about that well what would the establishment do the establishment would follow the candidate that was chosen by the people that's what establishment politics is now you got people not doing establishment politics, and that's what you've said from day one. You don't, you're not, you're against. And now I haven't even started to talk about the disgustingness of tapes and things, the Trump tapes being released recently. This is a nightmare. And luckily, we're all going to wake up, and it's not going to happen. He's not going to be president. That's cool. That's good. Now, if he wants to go on, which he will, Don Trump will continue to go on for the rest of potentially his life. You can't ignore somebody who has a fan base of 40 million, 50 million, 60 million people. There's going to be TV shows. There's going to be websites. There's going to be publications. There's going to be networks. This is going to be a, a continued revolt. And all these pissed off white men and women... And delusional, deplorable, weird, wacky people are going to continue to follow this after the election. They might even undercover every single email and impeach Hillary and kick her out of office. Don't even care. Impeach Hillary and get her gone tomorrow. Don't Don't care. Because while Trump has more power than most people, as long as he's not sitting in that White House, he doesn't have the power that I'm concerned with. The Ku Klux Klan or alleys every week, too. So, good for you. Trump, that's what they're going to do. And the, and the deplorable, ridiculous, disgusting people that proudly support and vote for this guy. But that's going to continue. And that's going to be a revolution. And that might go for the next two, three, even four years. And it might end up chasing Hillary out of office. This is going to be a whacked out four years, man. <laughs> the next four years is going to be crazy. And that's fine. As long as Don Trump isn't president, which it looks like. He won't be. I have one concern: as long as he, that maniacal demagogue, isn't president, I'm okay with whatever happens after that. I'm okay with anything that happens after that. You want the the, the, the entire two party system crumbles around, and Hillary gets impeached, and 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 Tim Kane is, is found some kind of thing under him and dirt. And everybody starts falling, and all the it's all a mess. Don't care. Don't care. Democrats lose every seat in the House. They lose every Senate seat. Don't care. The only thing that matters is that maniacal demagogue, that madman. Don Trump doesn't become president, and he's not going to. So that's cool. And I'm not talking about Don Trump at length ever again. Not on social media. Not on a radio show. (laughs) I don't have a radio show. And certainly not on a podcast. Coming up, I'll tell you why this episode is called I'm Not Gonna Vote. And I'll jump around with a few things cool going on around here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And tell you the one guy when I finished watching a TV show the other day that I blame for all this. I blame him for Trump, for Hillary. I'll tell you who that is coming up in just a couple of minutes on the Stone On Air podcast, recorded live to tape right here in my basement. Thank you for being here. I certainly appreciate the support. And I'll talk to you here in a matter of seconds. Segment two, coming up next. More of Stone On Air coming up. I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. At StoneOnAir.com We come on- Every time I say I'm going to keep something brief, my rambling nature never keeps it brief. I will try to go quick here as I've got uh, a weekend in Nashville ahead of me. And I'll be uh, back at the Chattanooga Market next week after Oktoberfest. It's a Stone on Air podcast. Announced earlier this week, coming to the Tivoli Theater in downtown Chattanooga in, I believe it's May, yeah, May 7th, Brian Wilson, along with Al Jardine, one of the uh, original members of the Beach Boys, but really Brian's the whole reason to be there, Pet Sounds, one of the most iconic albums in the history of music, but certainly of the 60s. And of sub-genres of rock and roll. And back in 2012, the Beach Boys played at, uh, maybe it was 13, I don't remember, a few years ago at, at Bonru, and I was really excited because it was the real Beach Boys. It wasn't the Mike Love band. When the Beach Boys played at Riverbend a couple years before that, might have been around 13, I don't know, 11, 10, 12, I don't remember the years exactly. It wasn't the freaking Beach Boys. It was a bunch of dudes who had good voices and good skills. And Mike Love, who at one point early, I don't know when, maybe when Brian Wilson was crazy and doing drugs and you know becoming mentally ill because of all the weird things he's got, done in his life. Brian Wilson was the most fascinating mu- musical docs or stories you'll ever read or watch. But Mike Love bought all the, the rights to the names Beach Boys, so... And Mike Love's a prominent member of the band. I like Mike Love, but when he would be around with the Beach Boys, it was the Mike Love band, as far as I was concerned, not the Beach Boys. At at Bonnaroo, it was uh, it was it was Brian, Mike, Al, and I'm not good enough to remember everybody's uh, name. So I, there's a couple others too. So I thought that was going to be my only opportunity to ever see Brian Wilson, and I was completely wrong because he will be at the Tivoli Theater in may tickets go on sale well now based on when this podcast is available to be uh, downloaded tickets are on sale basically right now so uh seek that out not too bad on prices uh the cheapest ones in the house up top which tivoli is a great place it doesn't matter if you're up top are right at 60 bucks 80 bucks if you're probably mid uh and uh back uh, downstairs and then up front's gonna be closer to 120 um, I don't think those prices are. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think those prices are out of line at all. Uh, a couple other things before I get to telling you about the uh, the one person I blame for all the societal and cultural problems of America uh, from the Times Free Press uh, just yesterday. Um, I think it was yesterday. Let's take a look at that. Yep, the 13th. That was yesterday. Chattanooga plugs in. We have now have a car sharing program, a car sharing program where you can uh, hook up and get a car. And driving around for a nominal fee. I, uh, future, and does this work? Is this a good idea? I don't like to to immediately say, what a stupid idea that is. Maybe it's not a stupid idea. I don't know. This is from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Uh, through the car sharing program, drivers can rent a LEAF, which has a range of about 90 to 100 miles on a charge for 9 bucks an hour or 45 bucks a day. Applicants need to go online to Green Commuters website and prove they have a clean driving record. So, clearly you got to you got to know what you're doing and have and be able to prove it and pay a $25 application fee and a $50 annual membership fee. So, this isn't this isn't really all that cheap at all. You can go to Facebook, just look Green Commuter. Just go to any any search wherever you're at and just put Green Commuter if you want to know about more about it there's a handful of locations, Theater Center down in Coolidge Park, United Methodist Neighborhood Center, uh Lookout Mountain incline over by the carter shuttles over by the choo choo and a, and a few others. So I go back to that movie Singles from 1991, I believe, and uh, it's a movie about single life in Seattle, Washington when the grunge movement was going on and a lot of cool uh, grunge cameos from Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and others. Allison Chains, and one of the main characters—I can't remember his name on a uh, character or real name—but he worked in uh, public transportation in Seattle, and his idea was to put together a super train that would get people around the state of Washington and maybe more specifically the uh, city uh, and and the surrounding areas of Seattle. And when he proposed the idea at the end of the movie. Somebody said, he said, you know, we'll give them great music, we'll give them great coffee, and we'll get them to where they need to go. And the I don't know if it's a mayor or whoever he was presenting this to said, yeah, I, no, people love their cars. So I'm just going to thank you for your time and tell you no. Know. That was 25 years ago. But I think it rings true now. People love cars their cars it doesn't matter what you can give them they love their cars uh one other thing that was from the paper yesterday uh cbl that uh, owns all these hotel or hotels i'm sorry um uh, malls shopping malls all over the country and has a strong base if not their entire headquarters here i can't i think it might be their entire headquarters say they're closing 72 malls for thanksgiving hamilton place and northgate malls to close old school old people especially white old men and women you know old I'm talking about you know much older than me like double my age or close love this they think this is so great you think the internet's gonna stop selling stuff you think you you think that e-commerce is gonna stop on Thanksgiving Thanksgiving night at midnight Thanksgiving the next day Black Friday at 3 am you think people can't buy stuff on Thanksgiving it's at 4 p.m. Of course they can this is a competitive business and you're losing brick and mortar malls why would you ever close on a time when people are so badly wanting to spend their money this is a time of the year Thanksgiving the next day Black Friday and all weekend long that makes and breaks sales for an entire year why would you close? Nobody's sitting around their house doing Thanksgiving all day long. Do you even understand how the American family works? This is in 1955. They want to go shopping. Why the hell would you close your stores? Are you asking for your sales to go down? Old people. Old people, man. Yeah, let's close the, mall, the biggest uh, area to buy merchandise. Until the next day. And let's let's just let e-commerce kick our ass until then. Absolutely ridiculous. And uh, the final thing from this segment before I get to the piece that I'm going to read from Elizabeth King. And she's a blogger and has pieces, opinion pieces, on lots of different platforms. Uh, Salon.com is where I got this one. This episode 16 of the Stone on Air podcast is called I'm Not Voting. And that'll explain a little bit more here in just a minute. But the guy who I blame for all the problems in the history of the of the 21st century the tail end of the 20th and the 21st century and the disaster that is our culture and societal problems of America you know who it is do you know who it is it's Orenthal James Simpson I finally because of a disaster speaking of disaster a uh, disastrous spring I had with some personal relationships, that I did not finish the second half of The People versus O.J. Simpson, which just swept a ton of Emmys not long ago. Incredible, incredible show. And I just finished it this week. Five full episodes, I kind of binged the second half of it. Just excellent written, excellently acted, and in the end, I believe that O.J. Simpson is one of the worst people that the world has ever seen. Certainly America certainly modern america this that guy is a piece of trash and everybody around him and everything around him all benefited from it with because he killed two people he killed two people most of us pretty much agree with that and a majority of the country was happy maybe not a majority a huge percentage of the of the of the country was kind of happy that he got off that he got away with it And then it spurned out of control and started the voyeuristic, just absurd, reality TV-driven world that we live in. O.J. Simpson is one of the worst people ever, and certainly of modern America. He is definitely the worst guy ever, period. And I hope he never gets out of jail because he's up for parole next year. I hope he dies in jail. O.J. Simpson, you're a piece of blank go away i hate you and everything around you that 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 built out of that disastrous rubble that was this this murder case for a year turned into empires and changed the way americans operated and the way they thought about things and it's gross and it's disgusting the way this country operates right now Makes my stomach turn I'm sick to my stomach And I'm not some guy living in 1995 I'm not some guy living in 2005 I'm not old fashioned I'm progressive I'm forward thinking But I know filth When I see it And that's a lot Of what's going on in this Environment that we're living in right now And I believe it all started With that dis. Despicable, deplorable O.J. Simpson And even to the point To where we are now In our culture and our society And I'm guilty of it too I can't get enough of documentaries On O.J. Simpson This man killed two people And got away with it And we can't get enough of it The show that comes out wins Emmys The sports docs that come out on ESPN break records 25 years later. Yep. O.J. Simpson is the worst person ever and the reason why Don Trump is going to get, take your index finger and your thumb, put them about an inch away from each other, he's going to get that close to being president. That's how close Donald Trump's going to get and it's because of OJ Dam Simpson. I truly believe that. I'll tell you why I'm not voting. Well, it's not the exact reason but a good piece from a Twitter follower and a and a blogger that I like and I think a good perspective. And part of the reason why episode 16 is called I'm not voting. Coming up next. And then he took and he ate up all of my corn. Let me go home. Why don't they let me go home? This is the worst trip I've ever been on. You call yourself a host? More of Stone On Air coming up. StoneOnAir.com you are back with the Stone On Air podcast. My name is Brian Stone, recorded live in my garage this week. Thank you for finding the show however it is you do so. Look yonder coming, mercy me. Three wise men in a SUV. This is a song by James McMurtry. Corporate Lego on the side. It's called God Bless America. One of the most prolific and poetic singer-songwriters of a generation and you've likely never heard of. Them. So we'll give it a listen here for a few. My name is Brian Stone. That thing don't run on french fried grease that thing don't run on love and peace Six gasoline, make that thing go Putting the wraps on this week's podcast. What you going to do with all that money? What you going to do when that money is all gone? Episode 16 is called I'm Not Voting. Not I'm Not Voting for Nothing. Not I'm Not Ever Voting Again. Just I'm Not Voting. And I've said it many times uh, over the years from the days back at the old uh, fraud monster or, or on the podcast that I'll vote when I feel like I need to. And I will vote when I f- and I won't vote when I feel like there's no need to. And uh, I've, I've never apologized for that. And earlier this year and I this it's kind of you look at timelines of things and, 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 the, and the, just the tire fire that we're in right now. This is a piece back from February. Written by a lady, uh, a girl, a woman, a, a contemporary of mine who I've never met, but I, I enjoy her work and follow her social medias. Her name is Elizabeth King, and her website is Elizabeth, ElizabethCKing.com, and her Twitter handle is at EKINGC. C. I think I got that right. At EKINGC. And this was published on Salon.com. And if you go to their, her, her work on her website, it's, there's time and other, I don't have in front of me, a bunch of reputable uh, sources that you've, you've listened to or read or watched or seen or heard of before that publish some of her, and it's all opinion pieces. I mean, again, this is straight just a blogosphere opinion stuff. And I ran across this earlier this year. And I've already done this on the air back at the old radio station back then. But I thought it was worth doing right now as we put the wraps on this because I am not voting for president of the United States this year. If I was in a swing state, because this is this is the exception to the rule of how I normally think about things, then I would, because I would vote for anybody. Anybody on the planet, other than that maniacal demagogue who I said I'm not gonna talk about anymore. But I'm not, I'm in Tennessee, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vote. I'm not gonna waste my 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 time even looking for that part of the ballot. I'll vote for Melody Shikari for Congress, because I like Melody. I think she would do a great job, and I want to show support. But I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not voting for the president. And this is a piece from Salon.com that kind of reflects kind of how I feel. And this is from Elizabeth King. I'm frequently asked the question, "Who are you voting for?" And no matter how many times I answer this question, I'm almost always met with the same response: it's shock, it's disdain, anger. I'm not voting for anyone in 2016 election. I'm opinionated and I always have something to say about social issues, but my ultimate decision is to abstain from voting and not just this election. I plan to continue to not vote. I'm not lazy. I'm not apathetic. I'm well aware of how to register and the location of my local voting precinct. I just choose not to vote. If there's one thing I've learned through being open about not voting is, is that people in the United States equate abstaining from voting with some sort of tyranny. It's an anti-patriotism barely tolerated by the left or right. Unlike some other countries around the world in the United States, voting is not compulsory. We can choose to vote if we want to, and for any reason we want to. The people we vote for don't have to even be good politicians, much less decent human beings. Trump. But this hardly matters. All that matters is that people vote. I've had Democrat friends tell me numerous times they'd rather I vote for a Republican than not vote at all. I find this idea confusing and just a bit disturbing. Why is the act of voting itself more important than the candidates that we support? Shouldn't whom we vote for be the most important thing about voting? Isn't that all that truly matters? This is the Stone on Air podcast. This is Elizabeth King's piece from Salon.com. In the United States, we have two viable political parties, and many will agree that American politics are an absolute mess. Our culture tells us we must choose from one of these two. So voters will opt for the candidate that seems less awful, as if not as bad as someone really bad, is a person who deserves our endorsement. If I don't like a candidate and don't stand behind their policies, I'm not going to vote for them, even if that means I'm not voting for anyone. We don't have to support someone we don't believe in. And we shouldn't feel that opting out of a process that we don't believe in risks our status as contributing members of society. Voting is considered the unequivocal, quote-unquote, right thing, regardless of whom you vote for, regardless of whether you like them, and regardless of whether you really even want to vote for them at all. In closing, if we as a culture could open our minds to the idea that it's okay to say no to voting if none of the candidates will work for us. We could start having a much more thoughtful, nuanced, and ultimately more helpful conversation about politics. So no, I'm not apathetic. I just refuse to trade my beliefs for a sticker that says, I voted. And I'll add to that a sticker that they'll stick on their face or hat or shirt and put on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and feel good about themselves. That's fine. That's fine. But you have the right to do whatever it is you want. That's what's getting so absolutely blurred and lost in this country is that people say, oh, we're free as long as you as long as the freedom you use to make decisions and live your life the way that other people agree with. Until you when you just when you decide to do things that other people don't agree with, well now those freedoms start to change. It's called hypocrisy, and it's again another common word of this show today has been gross. It's gross. And if nothing else out of all this Trump mess, if if there's anything that I find and get a smile out of, it's for exposing the evangelical Christian community of this country. The fraudulent evangelical Christian community. Because you're out there in droves. No, if I don't endorse you, if I'm not down for what you're doing, if, you're not, if, I, if I don't feel like you're on my side, I'm not voting for you. And it doesn't make me the bad guy. With your attitude and the way you're looking at me, Kind of makes you the bad guy. ElizabethCking.com if you want more of her work or to send nasty letters or email. What am I talking about? What is this? 1993? Yeah, send her a letter. Put a stamp on it, drop it in the mail. Off this weekend from the Chattanooga Market, and I can't wait to not be there so I can go hang out in the Mid South up in Nashville. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out, and thank you for finding the show and uh, y'all be safe and yeah i'm done i'm not talking about this mess anymore episode 16 is called i'm not voting and i'm also not talking about it, much of it anymore i mean i'll mention it but i'm not gonna i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm not doing it anymore see you later thanks love you bye mean it